up. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. This is an X-Squad Affiliate Podcast. X-Squad the number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Pick them all in short. Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad.
basketball takes. Want to get on these horrible sports takes? Yo. What's good, y'all? What's good? Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles is here. Solo Dolo. Trey had to uh, do something uh, this week, so he out for the week. So it'll be me, myself, holding it down. Uh, if you uh, make sure y'all follow us on IG at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. Um, Facebook, like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. Um, if you got any questions or comments or you want to uh, j- uh, join the show as a guest or anything like that, you can email us at barbershopspor1 at gmail.com. Um, what's up to Miss Mocha Bella, the X squad who's in on time, and thank you for joining joining us. Um, first and foremost, I want to say congratulations to the Boston Red Sox for winning the World Series in a uh, dominating fashion over the LA Dodgers. Um, I don't like Boston, but uh, I guess I got to give credit where credit is due. Round of applause for the Boston Celtics. I mean, for the Boston Red Sox. Excuse me. Um, uh, the Dodgers, they, it was like, <laughs> it was almost like Bill Belichick was the, it's, it's like Bill Belichick coaching the Patriots. It's just like, it just seems as if the Dodgers were, uh, outclassed and, um, yeah, man, uh, just another, just another day when you are a fan of sports in Boston. Um, so Obviously, uh, obviously today we got a lot going on. Um, the NFL uh, trade, uh, NFL trade deadline ended today at about four. Um, you know, so we got a few, a few, uh, ac- a few trades that happened, and I, um, not as much, not as much as I thought might might go on. Um, I was hoping for that. Uh, you know that trade that brought a, a, a competent second cornerback to Pittsburgh, like a Gary and Conley from Oakland, or uh, you know a, a bigger reach would be like Patrick Peterson, maybe uh, trading for Le'Veon Bell. Even though Le'Veon Bell, we knew wasn't going to sign the uh, his franchise tag till after the deadline, so he could avoid being traded. But you know, a man could dream. Uh, we didn't get, we didn't even like, you know, try to trade anybody for Anthony Barr in Minnesota. So none of my, uh, none of my, uh, my hopes for the trade deadline happened for Pittsburgh. We're gonna go with who we got, and uh, you know what? Hey, we've had bad defenses before and made it to the AFC Championship, so uh, I don't really expect nothing different. Um, so you know we'll we'll rock with, with who we got. Um, this is an unfortunate time for Trey to miss out on the podcast as Pittsburgh is uh, going to Baltimore to play the Ravens at uh, on Sunday, and uh, obviously the Steelers are on a three game winning streak while the uh, while the um, Ravens are on a two game losing streak. So this would have been a good time for me to. Um, you know, shoot the shit about how about you know with Trey and how he feeling about what's going on with the state of the Ravens right now. They took a um, 
I'd say a very convincing loss to the uh, Carolina Panthers last week. Um, absolutely, absolutely. One time for the Carolina Panthers. Um, and one time for the Baltimore Ravens for, you know, doing what they do best, man. Doing what they do best. Uh, we, we we love that in over in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is still the class of the AFC North. We're still number one. And... Um, that's what that's going to be, man. I, I can see I see us dealing with uh, Baltimore appropriately as they dealt with us in week four. So I, I plan on us dealing with them appropriately and uh, doing the damn thing, man. Uh, so if we were to get into it, man, uh, Tyron Lue was fired uh, from the Cleveland Cavaliers after an 0-6 record this year. Um, and... Along along with Tyron Lue, Hugh Jackson was uh, just recently fired from the Cleveland Browns um, after their loss to Pittsburgh uh, this past Sunday. And um, is it me, y'all, or is it, or is it a conspiracy? Is it me, or is it a conspiracy, man? I, I, I can't, um, I can't fathom. I never understood why how a coach gets fired. This hasn't been a quarter of the NBA season, and Tyloo was fired. Um, is was it terrible to watch Blake Griffin spin off of a Cleveland Cavalier and watch every other uh, player on the Cavaliers court that day stop as he spinned off a dude and dunked? Is that bad? That's terrible. One hundred percent. That's terrible, and nobody wants to see that shit as a coach, as a team, as a fan base. But after only six losses. This um this Tyloo firing is a little bit much, and and I'll be the first to admit that I'm not a big um, Tyloo fan. Um, I think I, honestly I feel like Tyloo got the job because there was some inner workings that we knew that LeBron James was really jolly like the coach. He was Tyloo for the most part was going to do was going to not necessarily do what LeBron James say, but he was going to um, acquiesce. To his uh, to his demands a little more than a than a player coach relationship should probably go, and um, and I think that's what kept Tyloo in Cleveland with Le- with LeBron there. It seems like uh, well, it don't seem like it's obvious that Tyloo was on a very short leash, a short enough leash where you don't win six games, or where you don't win your, none of your first six games, and you get fired. And um, on the on the strength of on the situation with Hugh Jackson, right? So once again, I'm not a big Hugh Jackson fan either, man. Um, I was talking to. It's funny because um, Hugh Jackson was fired uh, Monday afternoon. So uh, in my conversation Monday morning at work, um, this cat was saying that um, you know. Hugh Jackson going. He said he called it before before we knew it was going to happen. Hugh Jackson going to end up getting fired, and the problem with uh, Hugh Jackson getting fired is that Hugh Jackson was never is never being given a chance to succeed with the uh, with the Cleveland Browns. So obviously this year, um, and I want to pull up the Browns um, the Browns schedule so far, and um, I get the whole. I get the whole, you know, you play who you play, and you know, I, I I get all that, and but 
they have had a a pretty tough schedule. And considering the all the overhaul that they've had, you know, within the offseason, um, this is the first team in a while where you looked at the Browns on paper and thought, you know, this team is going to be good, but they like they might be all right this year. And um <laughs> they, you know, they they you know, they gave us a couple of you know, they gave us a little bit of, you know, to pay attention to. And they gave us a couple of decent games. Obviously, they tied with the uh, with the Browns. And uh, they beat the Ravens. And, um, like, they played some decent games this year. And, um, hold on. I don't know why they got me on the 2017 schedule. Hold on. Let me put up the Browns schedule so far. They, y'all want to tell me who... Who we playing? I want to know who we played, who they've played. Um, give me a second, Ja. Um, why and while I'm pulling that up, let me say what's up to Sluggo. Uh, let me say what's up to Big L. What up? Uh, and uh, Kev three oh three. Um, so this the schedule so far. Um, going into week eight, so they played the Steelers week one. Um, tough game, obviously. Uh, the Saints week two, obviously tough game. Um, the Jets, not so much, but they won that game. Uh, shout out to Baker Mayfield. Um, they played the Raiders very, really tough. They then beat the um, the Ravens twelve to nine. Thirty eight fourteen loss to the Chargers. A 26-23 loss in overtime to the um, Browns. And then the uh, 33-18 loss to the Steelers. And all I'm saying is, is that um, they needed a, they needed, with all that overhaul, obviously with, uh, you know, with Miles Garrett and Preppers and Denzel Ward, but then particularly on offense, um, basically every skill position ha- um, outside of, uh, and Joku had seemingly changed with uh, Josh Gordon and uh, Jarvis Landry and Carlos Hyde, even though he just got traded, and uh, Nick Chubb. And uh, I mean, Duke Johnson is still there, but um, Duke Johnson has uh, had obviously before um, before this trade seen like his snap count snap count had went down. Um, I think that maybe I don't want to say I think I, I guess I'm more asking what y'all think. Um, did Hugh Jackson and, and, and Ty Haley, but more specifically Hugh Jackson, get the short end of the stick with getting fired this early? And I, and I get, I know what you're gonna say. The um, you know, the three, what is it, three thirty-five and one over three years. Obviously, the zero sixteen season and the one fifteen season. But this is legitimately, and I think um, I don't know who thinks Big L says they think the Browns are going to be good every year. I don't know who thinks the Browns are going to be good every year. I think this year. Um, with with all of the pieces that were bought in, I legitimately thought this team was going to be a seven to maybe eight win team if everything you know went their way. And I can't say that I felt that way in years prior to Hugh Jack, you know, with Hugh Jackson being the coach. So um, I, I wonder, like, why? I mean, give 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 the Browns a, a you can't. 
three three division games before the first half of the season is over. Um, again, the Saints, and, and, and it's, it's not getting no easier right now with um, the Chiefs coming in on Sunday. Now, I don't know which I I don't know if y'all paid attention to um, what's that the HBO Hard Knocks. I don't watch it personally, but I was listening to somebody saying that um, that essentially um, Hugh Jackson didn't get along with Todd Haley, and Todd Haley kind of did whatever he wanted to do, and 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 then at some point um, in in this past game against Pittsburgh, Hugh Jackson was vying for one like was vying for offensive plays to be called, and Todd Haley would just totally ignore him and call the plays that he wanted to call. Um, you know, like so, like there was a lack of a respect thing for uh, for Hugh Jackson as coach. Now, if you're telling me that they didn't respect Hugh Jackson, like you know, players and 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 you know, obviously Ty Haley who got fired as well. Like, what what do y'all think was the mm, was the uh, the breaking point? Like, why why he, why does Hugh Jackson in a time where and it's when he's in the best situation he could have possibly been in as coach, um, you know, meaning the roster and, um, you know, a, a quarterback, number one draft pick that, you know, we thought was going to be um, a good. We thought he was going to be good. We believe he's going to be good. Um, I I just don't get it, man. I, I, I don't get it. I don't want to say I don't want to say on Hugh Jackson's end. That that you know he was treated poorly and that they fired him on the you know like like he was set up to fail. I don't know that he was set up to be fail set up to fail. I do know that um, scheduling the schedule that you know how the schedule was you know drawn out is a little crazy. I mean, a coincidence at at, at bare minimum. I know that um, Hugh Jackson did have the best team on paper, you know what I'm saying, and um, and I and I do know that when you have a quarterback, when you draft a quarterback at number one, that a coach should be allowed at least two years, and and and. and for my money, at least should be allowed three years to get an opportunity to develop that quarterback and turn him into the quarterback that you know you believed to the, the quarterback you believed you got at number one. You if you draft the quarterback at number one, you should be given time to groom that quarterback and give him an opportunity to develop in your system, and that's how you figure out whether you got a solid coach or not. Um, this is his first draft, his first quarterback. Well, I guess Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, I don't know, because Deshaun Kaiser, if I'm not mistaken, and anybody correct me, was Deshaun Kaiser drafted in the first round? Um, cause if it, cause then, cause then, there goes that theory. If if Deshaun Kaiser was drafted in the first round, then it's like, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't, I don't know to tell you. Um, Deshaun Kaiser, oh, he was drafted in the second round. Okay. Um, so I, yeah, man, I I just feel like maybe, maybe he would have, uh, maybe he should have been given a, a fair shot, a better chance to develop uh, a young quarterback 
as opposed to getting fired after eight weeks and, and a tough schedule. Uh, you know, I, maybe not the toughest in, toughest in the league, but a tough schedule. Um, Hugh Jackson will probably get a OC job somewhere. Um, even Todd Haley will probably get an OC job somewhere. Um, but I, I, <laughs> I, I, they they fired him too early, y'all. They fired him too early. They damn sure fired Ty Lue too early. I, I don't know if this is. I know there's rumors going around that. Um, Ty Lue was fired, and um, uh, Luke Walton is. They're not sure if they want to hold on to Luke Walton. So there's the rumor going around about uh, Ty Lue going back to the Lakers, so he could be the the uh, <laughs> the the Jason Garrett to to your boy um, Jerry Jones is, you know, to that whole, like, that could be, they could recreate that whole cowboy situation. They could do the whole, well, LeBron tell coach what to do and coach do it because he's a star player. Um, I hope that's not, I hope that's not the plan that's in the works. But, uh, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised, man. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron James still thinks he's going to be a good um a good, uh, what do you call it, a good coach player, you know. Uh, I think he thinks that he's a good coach player, and I wouldn't be surprised if he and there telling Matty Johnson, you need to get Ty Lue right now and get this man, get this man right. Uh, shout out to, let me say what's up to the greatest from South Central, Mo Cheese, I see you. Trey was in your town last week and the weekend. Um, yeah, he, he he be out here moving, man. I, I think he's saying he was out of town. Yeah, he be out here moving, man. He a, he a family man, y'all. Yeah, we, y'all got to understand about Trey. Is Trey a family man? I got kids, but I wouldn't necessarily call myself a family man. Like Trey Murray with kids, uh, it, it's not the same dynamic. I get a lot of I get a lot of time to myself <laughs> to uh, figure shit out. So more more times than that. I got time to do shows, and every now and then, y'all, Trey's going to be out. <laughs> uh, so, the greatest from South Central says Luke Walton is too nice for for these dudes. Uh, I don't know. I tell you what, um, it seems like nice coaches are, are the coaches because <laughs> players want to play for a guy that's nice. A player, coaches want to play for a guy that feel like you know, no, and you can't please everybody. You're right, but they they coaches players do want to play for a guy that feels like you know I'm gonna lay you I'm gonna lay out what need to happen or what I think should happen based on my abilities, and y'all y'all go out and play the game. All I could do was lead you to the world. I can't make you drunk. I think players like most players like that idea where you can. Um, I mean, look at how look how successful the, the Warriors are. Steve Kerr ain't no, you know, in you know, hard nose, you know, he ain't no hard nose type coach. He just, you know, he talk. I mean, he talk his shit. He give them, you know, he give them strategy, and then he let them go out there and play. I mean, you can't tell me that there there were plays drawn up for Steph Curry throwing, basically throwing the ball from half court until he started making them. You know what I'm saying? So, so isn't yeah. So I don't think that. That was a thing that Kerr was like, yo, we got this kid that can shoot out the gym, so let's start drawing up plays that way. I think when he started making shots at an efficient level, then he adapted. And I think all ball players want to play for coaches that 
watch you do the do the thing, do the you know, do your thing, and then say, "Oh, that's what you would do." All right, let's draw plays like this. You know what I'm saying? I think players like playing for a coach like that. Most players like playing for coaches like that. I mean, I, I, I get there are some players that need more structure, but I, I don't think that that's the case. Um, Big L asked Mo Cheese, "Who's a better coach, Tyron Lue or Luke Walton?" Whew, that's a tough question. Um, I don't. I'll say this. I'll say Tyron Lue has. Um, I'll say Tyron Lue has more experience, I guess. But I think Luke Walton got more. Um, has more experience in the sense of ain't nobody telling him what to do. Luke Walton is Luke Walton is 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 calling plays. He's coaching his team. Um, there's no there's no LeBron James, or at least there wasn't no LeBron James to tell Luke Walton, "Hey, I know you. This how you want to do it, but this how I want to do it." And um, Luke Walton hasn't been under that pressure up until now, and we'll see how that how that pans out to acquiesce his play calling towards the best player in the game who, if you don't acquiesce, there might be issues. So I, I don't know, if, um, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't really know what to go with that. Uh, they both learned under, Mochi says, they both learned under, um, under Phil Jackson with the Lakers. From there, they took different paths. Talu inherited a Cavs team that was already leading the East. Walton was with the Warriors for a chip, so it's hard to say. Yeah, I agree it's hard to say. I agree it's hard to say. If I had to give the edge to anybody, um, I, w- I would give the edge to... I wouldn't give the edge to nobody because I, w- I, w- I want to see what happens when the pressure of having LeBron James on your team really sticks with Luke Walton. Um, I'll say this. Uh, Tyloo got a Tyloo got a, got a chip. Even though it was half um, half black or whatever, he he got a chip. I, so I mean, I, I don't think that means he's better. I, I just think he got a chip. Um, so I, I, I would wait. I would wait to see how Luke Walton handles LeBron James when LeBron James. You know, walk into Magic Johnson's office and say, "Hey, I need him to do what I want him to do because I'm the best basketball mind on the floor, even better than the coaches." So, I mean, that's that's. I think I would. I think I would. I would make a better assessment then. So obviously, um, obviously, the NFL trade deadline ended. Um, <laughs> make a decision. I can't make no decision, bro. I can't. I can't. Um, NFL trade deadline ended today at 4 o'clock. And um, Demarius Thomas was traded to the Texans. Golden Tate traded to the Eagles. Clinton Dix traded to the Redskins, which I really like. Um, And then uh, Clinton... I like Ty Montgomery... Who's fresh off a um, a blunder in Green Bay to lose to the Rams, uh, or at least um, not give uh, give your boy a shot to win the game? Um, is traded to the Ravens. Uh, Terrell prior to the Bills, Rams 
get Dante Fowler, which, my goodness, like, as if the Rams ain't stacked a fucking enough. Ram, the Rams get Dante Fowler. Um, <laughs> Y'all, I don't know. I don't know why or how or <laughs> how we let this happen. I guess we can't stop it. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. Man, man. Um, but let's focus. I guess let's focus on. Um, let's focus on the uh, Ty Montgomery to the Ravens because I hate the Ravens. I love this move. I don't know why. Um, I don't know what the Ravens saw or see in Ty Montgomery or if they just needed somebody. You know, they didn't care. Because, I mean, essentially, in my opinion, just in my opinion, Ty Montgomery, Ty Montgomery is... Um, Ty, Montgomery, Ty Montgomery is slightly better than Alex Collins, but not better... not. Like he can catch Tom Montgomery can catch out the backfield, but that's what you had Buck Allen for, right? So I guess Tom Montgomery doesn't scare me as a Steelers fan. That you know what I'm saying. So in my mind, in my mind, this is great because you didn't bring like you you felt like you needed to, and they did because I think they like the Ravens are like 29 in rushing, something like that. I know they're low, and you bring in Tom Montgomery. And this is what this means. You're gonna sit down, Alex Collins. Fine. Like we're not worried about. I, I'm not worried about Ty Montgomery. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just not. Um, End of the bench podcast. What's up, man? Says that he's a weapon out of the backfield, 100, percent and his natural position is wide receiver. Um, I don't. That's a fact. I don't know. Marty Morningwig is not gonna flank Ty Montgomery out to wide receiver and remind him of his days when he was a third string wide receiver. Not gonna happen. Not a Marty Morningwig system. Marty Morningwig ain't sorry, he ain't creative. He's not that kind of creative. Um it's easy to get Lamar Jackson and say, ooh, let's use him on on, on you know Wildcat decoy plays and make him run more than he ever throws. Like that like that that's 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 not that's easy to do. I don't think he's gonna make Ty Montgomery flank out enough where it's gonna make make him a a threat. And how good of and how good of a receiver was was Ty Montgomery? I don't I don't think he was. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sold on I'm not sold on Ty Montgomery to the Ravens as far as it being a a game changing positive. Like if you're telling me nobody's telling me confidently that Ty Montgomery in Baltimore is going to take the Ravens rushing uh, rushing ranks up. 10 let's say 10 slots from 30 if they're 30 that's gonna bring them to 20 no way not sold on it Ty Montgomery good for you you didn't want to be in Green Bay now you're gonna be in Baltimore you know good luck to you not really um the the trade I like let me say what's up to Jungle Brother the trade I like I like Clinton I like how high Clinton Dix with the in the, with the Redskins next to DJ Swearinger, who's playing one of some of the best safety in the game right now. Um, man, I, I I think this is going to be good, y'all. And and as if the Redskins ain't playing decent enough defense right now, this is this is going to. I, I'm not saying this is going to be the, you know, they ain't going to the Super Bowl, 
But do I think this is a good? Do I think this is a good chance at them solidifying the division? Absolutely, absolutely. How high Clinton Dix um, is playing good fucking um, play, playing good safety, along with Swanger who's playing good safety. Um, I you know I think uh, Josh Norman ain't amazing, but he's playing good. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know, he's playing. He's doing his thing a little bit. Um, I, don't, I don't remember who the other guy is on the other side. But the secondary is automatically better. Um, they they seem to be uh, they seem to be rushing the passer well in in Washington. Um, I, I I think this is a good trade. I think this is outside of. I think this is the best the best trade that happened today. I think this is clearly the best trade that happened today. Um, I. I, I don't know which I mean which I think is the best trade that happened today. Um, obviously, we got Terrell prior to the Bills. Um, yeah, I, I don't have I don't have nothing for you on that. Uh, Terrell prior to the Bills is meh. Like <laughs> he just didn't want to be in 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 with the Jets, and I guess that's what that is. Um, I I do like I do like the Rams getting Dante Fowler. It's more like just. <laughs> As if they don't got enough guys running at the quarterback, Dante, and then, then Dante Fowler can cover. So um, I don't know exactly what happened in Jacksonville and why they felt like he needed to be moved, or you know why they felt like the compensation that the Rams had to offer was good enough for him to be moved. But um, they damn sure moved him in, and 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 here we are, and here we are. The Rams, um, I at this point. With the way the Rams are playing, and obviously they're going to take a loss at some point this year. Um, the Rams are going to the Super Bowl, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. The only way they could not go to the Super Bowl is if Jared Goff has one of those games he had last playoffs. But the with the way that Todd Gurley is playing football right now, I, I don't see nothing stopping him. And I know I picked the Vikings to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm reneging on that halfway through the season. The Vikings are not going to the Super Bowl. It's going to be the Rams against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I said it. Um, Demarius Thomas goes to the Texans for a fifth round pick. Um, I think I think what's important is is that Demarius Thomas needs to get out of Denver. Um, I don't know. I don't think Demarius Thomas is going to go back to. Um, you know, Demarius Thomas when he was a all star and a top five receiver, obviously. But um he he'll be uh with with your boy um William Fuller out on IR, Demarius Thomas makes sense. If you manage if you manage to hold on to um DeAndre Hopkins, Demarius Thomas and Will Fuller, Deshaun Watson is gonna be is gonna take yet another step. He's gonna take yet another step, man. It, I, I think that's gonna be, I think it's gonna be key. I think that um, that's gonna help out. Uh, um, I don't know why I keep drawing a blank on DeAndre Hopkins. That's gonna up DeAndre Hopkins' stock as if he ain't already one of the better receivers in the game, man. Demarius Thomas being able to take some of that pressure off is gonna be is gonna be big, man. And I, I think, um, I think, yeah, good for good for Deshaun Watson, man. Fucking good for Deshaun Watson. Um, lastly, Golden Tate to the Eagles for a third round. That's good, man. I think it's I think it's important that um and, and let's be clear, Golden Tate was the Lions 
best receiver this season. I don't. Again, I I, I don't know exactly what the Lions are thinking. Um, I know they just picked up Snacks Harrison last week. Um, I don't know if they feeling like Golden Tate is serves uh, is is replaceable. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if this is a way to get Kenny Galladay more more targets, but this helps. Um, Golden Tate is a legitimate number two guy. Um, that's going to put that's going to put your boy um, Nelson Aguilar back where he need to be as a number two. I mean, as a number three as opposed to a number two. Um, good move, man. Good move for them. Good move for them. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know how that. How that. How that helps. But hey, they. Uh, I don't know how it helps D- Detroit. I'm sorry, but that definitely helps Philadelphia. Definitely helps Philadelphia. Um. So my uh, last shout out, and we're going to transition to basketball real quick. Um. Obviously, I want to give a shout out to Clay Thompson, who um, <laughs> who broke. Well, before we, let's 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 do the let's do the chat room. Let's see. Let's see. I see a lot of y'all leaving comments. Let's let's do let's do the chat room real quick. Um, End of the bench says the Rams should have traded for him. The secondary needed help. Okay. Um, Thomas to Houston should be a good look for him and for Watson. Hundred percent agree. Agree to hell with the donkeys. I mean the Broncos. The Broncos are going to be sorry, man. I I know. Wasted trade. If you ask me, they need offensive line help. I agree that they need offensive line help, but I do also agree that Demarius Thomas, for a uh, if I remember a fourth round, a fourth round, is a good deal. But they did also a fourth and a seventh, and but they also did trade a seventh, um, if I'm not mistaken, to get Demarius Thomas. So. Um, uh, Golden Tate to Philly. Mochi says Golden Tate to Philly is great for them. Not so much for the rest of the division, but I thought they would address the run game. I thought they would have too. I thought they would have too. But I don't know, man. Uh, I'm feeling like the Redskins going to put this division off, man. I- I'm really feeling like the Redskins going to put this division off. And I, I-, I get it. Um, but AP running the rock, man. You know Alex Smith not going to make a whole bunch of mistakes. And it's not like they got a a, a, a needy receiving core where he have to stretch the ball. Um, defense is playing well. Clinton Dix with the Redskins is going to make a significant difference, man. I, it's going to make a significant difference in that secondary. And they weren't, they weren't playing terrible anyway. So I think they, they take the next step up. Um uh, this is the last year on a contract. Stops them from overpaying them. I, I'm assuming you're talking about um, about Golden Tate. I'm assuming. Um, H. Uh, Moshi's uh, H. Rap. When he signs with someone else next year, the Eagle will get a compensatory pick, so they really don't lose anything. Yep, yep. Um, and yeah, so getting to basketball. Um, I look. I be. I be. I'd be lying to you if I said I watched a bunch of basketball last week. I, what I can tell you is that the Wizards, um, meh. <laughs> um, we got meh. I mean, it's, there's nothing. There's nothing positive to report on the on the front of the Washington Wizards that I that I saw. Um, 
they got smoked by the Warriors last week. Um, Clay hit 14 three-pointers to break Steph Curry's record that I think he broke last year with 13. Hit 14 threes in 28 minutes. Scores 52 against the Bulls. And um, (laughs) the Bulls suck. Uh, I would love to make this a whole... You know, the Warriors are the Warriors thing and, and and all that. Nah, they suck. The Warriors the Warriors fucking suck. And and it ain't no no sideways I mean the Warriors. The Bulls fucking suck. Ain't no sideways about it. Um Trey tried to try to convince me. I mean when we was doing our preview, he tried to convince me that the Bulls might have something going for him with uh uh Levine and whoever the hell else is on that team. Nah, bruh. Nah, bruh. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not rolling. They are not good, and they just not gonna be good this year. That's just that's that's just what it is. They're not gonna be good this year. The East is the East. We don't know who that who that um who that AC is gonna be for real for real. We just don't know. So let me pull up. Let me pull up the uh, the week eight NFL. We're gonna do some NFL recapping. Facts: Bulls ain't shit. They need Mark Jackson. Hey, I, I any team that need a coach could use Mark Jackson right now. I, I don't I don't I don't know if that's news. Any team that needs a coach could use Mark Jackson. I don't know necessarily know where where I believe that Mark Jackson wouldn't fit. So, getting into this recap, um, Thursday night's game, uh, the Dolphins beat the t- uh, lose to the Texans. I'm sorry, twenty three forty two. Hey, I don't know, I don't know, um, <laughs> Mocha Bella, sweetheart, honey, you, you you my homie, like you my you my internet homie. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. Um, they did. They did get. They did manage to get Devontae Parker on the field, and and and, and that does. And, you know, I know they was going through some stuff. And is he injured? And should we trade him? And the agent coming out and talking crazy. But um, here we are, and they got him on the field. They, uh, I guess, they seemingly resolved whatever they was going to resolve. But let me tell you, and I'm glad he's on the field. But I, I started Jerry and Grant thinking, oh, Devontae Parker ain't going to play. All this shit going on. Jerry and Grant should eat. And, and Devontae Parker showed up, took those, um, took that fantasy status from me. Um, King Drake, on the other hand, did absolutely have a, um, have a good game. And I appreciate him because um, he's on my fantasy as well. Um, here's the thing. His and it's a real simple. It's a real simple. As far as this game, it's a real simple situation. They're just they're just better than the Dolphins and um, Deshaun Watson efficient as fuck. Like <laughs> two hundred thirty nine yards and five touchdowns. Like come on, bro. I, I, I look. Um, I, I I want I want Mocha. Believe it or not. 
Yeah, and you got Osweiler. But Osweiler ain't, Osweiler's not the 100% problem, man. He, I, I get it. I, You know, he's easy to pick on. Um, yeah, I want to root for y'all, man. I, I truly want y'all to be better than what y'all are. But that, jeez Louise, man. I I don't know if it's coaching. I, I know I know Kenyon Drake is a good running back. And I don't feel like he getting enough touches. I, I, I don't feel like he getting enough touches. I feel like he should. I feel like he should be. And I know Frank Gore's there. No, he should. Kenyon Drake, flank him out. I ain't seen. I haven't seen him been flanked out. He could definitely catch. Ain't nobody gonna tell me he can't catch. I, I, I feel like y'all underutilizing Kenyon Drake, and I think, and I think a lot of that. I think a lot of these offensive woes would um, maybe get better if Kenyon Drake was being utilized more. Use Kenyon Drake. In London, the Eagles play the Jaguars in uh in London. The Eagles beat the uh Jaguars 24-18. And um all the all the Blake Bortles, all that I tried to, you know, he made good throws every now and then. I take look, every quarterback makes good throws now and then. And and you know what I was a I was a victim of watching a game where he made good throws and thought to myself maybe this dude could be something, but after uh, the Eagles can be thrown on and he couldn't throw on the Eagles. Enough said. Enough said, man. They 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 some shit. Blake Bortles is some shit. Um and until they saw. That was another trade that maybe some. Hey man, if you got to throw a first rounder to get Derek Carr, <laughs> throw a first round, man, because it's y'all about to waste a good defense. Y'all about to waste a good defense. This defense is now all of a sudden this defense don't look like a good defense no more because the quarterback play is is shit. And I think that I think it's really that simple. I think we look at them not being good, you know, at quarterback, and 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 the defense is frustrated. We're not playing like how. If you can hold a team to twenty four points, you should in today's NFL. If you hold if you can hold a team to twenty four points, you should be able to win a game. I feel like if you got a decent quarterback and you hold your team hold a team to twenty four points, you should be able to win most of your games. Here the Jaguars are at three and five. The Colts are on a are on a win or on a win streak, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yep, they're on a win streak. And <laughs> I'm not saying am I saying I don't know, man. Can the Jaguars I mean can the would it's a it's a it's a possibility that Andrew Luck and the Colts gets past the Jaguars in the in the in the division because of and it's gonna be because of Blake Bortles. It is. Yeah. It's going to be because of Blake Bortles. And now, you haven't done nothing. You got to rock with him for the rest of the year. And I hope it works out for you, but chances are it won't. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Broncos 30-23. to um, <laughs> I mean, I hate, I hate the... It's, here's, the thing about the, here's the thing about the Chiefs. 
Tyreek Hill has a doesn't have a good game. He has a, he has a quiet game. I don't think he I don't think he had fifty yards from scrimmage Sunday. But if you if you scheme to stop Tyreek Hill, here comes Sammy Watkins with a hundred yard hundred yards and two touchdowns. Thank you for trying to shut down Tyreek Hill because I have Sammy Watkins on my fantasy team. Patrick Mahomes throws for three hundred and four four more touchdowns, and um, Kareem Hunt is steady hurling niggas. It's nothing you could do about that. On the on the flip side, I do want to give credit to Philip Lindsay, who's having a consistent season, and um and they're even finding ways to get Devonte Booker involved. Um, cause I uh I I'll be the one to admit that when I was doing my fantasy draft, I didn't know who Philip Lindsay was. So I'm thinking to myself, oh yeah, Devonte Booker is going to be getting the bulk of the carries in Denver. All of a sudden, this Philip Lindsay shows up, and here I am with a useless running back on my on my fantasy team. But uh, they did find some ways to get Devontae Booker involved, and I appreciate that. Cortland uh, Sutton, who uh, stock is obviously going to rise now that Demarius Thomas is gone, he also had about seventy eight yards and led the um, led the team with seventy eight yards. Um, y'all fantasy players, y'all should look out for. Cortland Sutton, rookie, because um, he should probably his targets are obviously going to increase with Demarius Thomas gone. Uh, you know, the Steelers beat the Browns thirty three eighteen, and you know what? Um, I I damn it, y'all, James Conner, James, we good, we good. I, I like I. While I knew, while I knew that that Le'Veon Bell wasn't going to sign his franchise tag before the trade deadline because that would risk him being traded and us getting value for him, um, <laughs> we don't need. I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to. It is the better business decision, and it's never been so clear now that it is the better. It's the better business decision. Better business decision. On the behalf of the Pittsburgh Steelers to just go ahead and let Le'Veon Bell walk if you don't want to sign if you don't want to sign a contract to our to our you know stipulations if you don't want to deal with our stipulations and our, the money that we're offering which he has every right to not take that money and he deserves every bit of money he gets we are underpaying we are offering we are underpaying Le'Veon Bell with the contract we offered him one hundred percent. With that being said. Um, hey man, <laughs> you, you know now it's looking like we know why you now it's looking like this is why we're underpaying. This is why we offered you that. This is why we're you know because we can find you can find a running back who doesn't do who's not as good as Le'Veon Bell, but you can find a guy who can do similar similar things. And let's be clear, James Conner is overperforming. He's overperforming right now. Number three in the league in rushing. Uh, third straight game with 100 yards rushing and at least two touchdowns. Um, he's pass protecting well. Obviously catching out of the backfield well. He's trucking. He's spinning off of niggas. He's doing everything we want him to do um, for $14 million less. He's the better business decision. And I love Le'Veon Bell as a stiller, and I wish 
that they could sort it out. But his business is he got he's not he's not going to remain a stealer if he doesn't agree to the terms that we set for him. And that's just what it is. And so getting back to the game, um, look, I would love to uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Pamela, hold on. Hold on, Trey. Hold on, Trey. All right, Trey, what's good, baby? Yo, what's poppin', my show? What's good, my dude? Hey, man, um, I'm up here at the barbershop at the Long Station. I got my son getting a cut right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to be quick about this because uh, I know um, it's almost done, and I'm going to go ahead and get my little you know, shape-up going on here real quick. Facts. But listen, man, check this out. This division race, this AFC North division race, mm-hmm. is not over yet. It's, it's not over yet. As, as as bad as we got beat on Sunday, and as as good as our team looking right now, and as and I don't know what the Bengals are. I mean, they let Fitzpatrick come back in the game, mm-hmm. you know, to tie it up and all that. But and I had the but I thought the Bucks was gonna pull that off, man. I really did. What's up? I thought what's the Bucks. I thought the Bucks was gonna pull that off, man. Uh yeah, I, I kind of thought for a minute that too, but we know that Bucks defense ain't that good. Mm-hmm. So, so, but um, but but check this out though, and I, I don't remember the numbers real quick, but we're uh, our schedules. We're, we're facing two of the toughest divisions in football right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the, with the with the Chiefs doing what they're doing, and you know, with the Chargers looking good. And then in the South, over in the NFC, got the Saints and the Panthers looking really good, and Atlanta's, you know, and but those two divisions right there have the most wins of any of the other six divisions right now. I mean, it's, it's no secret that we're we're playing the toughest divisions in football right now. So it's it's going to come down to, in my eyes, it's going to come down to Week 17, man. And don't be surprised if. This division takes nine wins to pull it off. Hmm. So our schedules, our schedules are tough down the stretch. So I don't I mean, want you could say that for you could say that for your squad. You could say it for my squad, and even the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And 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 I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to know about the Chargers either because as, as good as they've looked, they've beaten some terrible teams. And if you look at their schedule down the stretch, I know they got Seattle coming up next week and then they got to play the Chiefs again and they got to go through us they got to go through the AFC North mm-hmm. so you know they're not guaranteed you know I mean if they don't win the AFC West they're not guaranteed the playoff spot right so we we, we got we just gonna have to see down the stretch you know which you know which two of these and and let's be real if we go by the vision in the AFC we know the Patriots mm-hmm. is winning the East we know that I right. mean the Jets and Donald, they're going through their doldrums. The Bills stink. Uh, Miami's got injuries all over the place. So, you know, New England's coming out of there. The South, the Texans, with the move they made to get Thomas in the trade, I think that's going to set them up and take them, you know, make them take off. The one team out of that division, other than Houston, that I think has a favorable schedule and could pose a threat as a wild card is the Colts. Yeah. Look at that schedule. I was man. just talking about the Colts. I was just talking Look at about that schedule. Him. Yeah, yeah. Down the stretch. And you got an Andrew Luck that's playing real hot right now. I think he's got like 23 touchdowns right now to like mm-hmm. eight picks. So, I and, mean, and, he's on pace of throw. And Marlon Mack is showing up. I don't know if people have been right. paying attention to Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines, but 
Um, they 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 running the ball. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they they doing some things, man. And you know, Andrew Luck is on pace. To, I mean, I know. Half our audience hates the guy, but the dude's on pace to throw 40 touchdowns. Yeah, year. right. At the rate he's going. So, you know, you got to watch out for them down the stretch. Tell me about Ty Montgomery, um, man. Um, Quite frankly, I'd have been okay if we did nothing, quite frankly. Because mm-hmm. really, to me, that's, that's, more of a, that's more of a running back depth move. Than it is. Then it is a guy that's going to change. Take us over the top. Right. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more of a depth move. And I and I heard you talk about him being slightly better than Alex Collins. I could I could see that in the sense that he could protect the ball better than Alex Collins can at this point. Um, and he catches better out the backfield, right? He can catch mm-hmm. out the backfield. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's more shifty than Buck Allen. So, may, I mean, maybe this guy's better than both of these guys. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's just that he's not going to be the starter. He's going to be between the second string and the third string back. You think that Ty Montgomery's not going to uh, beat out Alex Collins? Um. Well, we, we got to see because I mean, I'm running against stinks right now. Yeah, I think we you said like we're like 29th in the you know the something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. And, and our offensive line is banged up. We had two starters out, and then one went down um, over the weekend, and so we're, we're kind of mixing the match. And then you know the, the running game is just it's just not great going right now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, again, this is this is just a death move, in my opinion. But when when you sit back and really think about it, he's more shifty than Buck Allen, mm-hmm. and he protects the and he protects the football much better than Alex Collins at this point. So you know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens there. I think um, I think it's what, I think what? it's uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I think it's I think it's uh-huh. uh, I think it's real coincidental. It's real crazy that immediately after Ty Montgomery fumbles to kind of cause the Packers the game, um, that y'all pick him up. Yeah, I mean, I, I I had a slight thought about that, but I've also heard people say that that was his only fumble of his career. I mean, not oh, really? he's gotten many opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I've been seeing that on Twitter a lot. I mean, not that the guys had a bunch of opportunities to touch the ball, but, I mean, if that's the guy's only fumble in his career, then well, I'm, I would you say, know, I'm, I'm good with that. Well, I, and I want to hold you, but I would say he had a few, because he had one year where he was a thousand-yard rusher, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Ty Montgomery. That he was a hundred-yard rusher? A thousand-yard rusher in four season. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, mm-hmm. I might have to check that out. I might have to check that out. But you know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Sure. Last, but, uh, last but not least, um, obviously, we, obviously, this weekend, um, we're not going to be able to uh, watch the game. But uh, well, how you? How you um, f- well, I can't. Oh, because I, I know at your house they what they show in the Redskins game, right? Oh no! I meant more. So, oh, I thought I meant more so that no, nah, they're probably going to show the risk. Um, they're probably going to show the, the Ravens game on CBS. Oh, okay. I would okay. think that. I mean, that's normally how they oh. do it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we're we're going to be back home Friday. Oh, okay. The wedding, okay. Yeah, the wedding's Thursday. We're coming back Friday, and I'm I'm trying to make it down to uh, Melanie's game night party on Saturday. Oh, I forgot all about that, man. <laughs> hey, bro. Busy life, man. Bro, bro. I, I mean, when I tell you, I forgot all about that shit. 
Um, oh, all man. Right. All right. Now, I mean, I... I all about that. Um, yeah, but but uh, how you feeling about the game on Sunday, man? Um, you gotta take care of business. You gotta take care of business. Yeah, that's about it. Nate, can we get your uh, thing here? Yes, that's yeah, go ahead, sit down. Go ahead, sit down, man. Yeah, that's the same yeah. way I'm feeling. Hey. Like we gotta take care of business. Right, right. Hey, man, I, I gotta run, man. All day, man. Hey, be safe. All right, all right, man. Yeah. Peace. All right, it's Trey Frazier, Bob Shot Sports Talk Podcast, my partner, player partner, my man's brother. I uh, appreciate you calling. So getting back into this, uh, getting back into this uh, recap, Redskins versus the Giants. And um, I don't know if there's any Giants fans in here. Y'all done. <laughs> You're done. Um, just lose the rest of the games. Uh Last last week or four weeks in the past, we've talked about you know the 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 swan song or how Eli Manning should be, should exit his career, and you know I was of the belief that you know Eli has you know been a part of two Super Bowls, um, you know good good quarterback uh, good quarterback not great. Um, <laughs> I think I think he's going to make the Hall of Fame on his name, but I don't think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, but I was of the mindset that he should be allowed to leave the Giants how he wanted to leave the Giants, meaning if he wanted to play two more seasons, he deserved the right to play two more seasons and leave. Um, at this point, though, I, I think he got to go. I think he. I, I think this should be his last season. I would hate for his year to end on the bench. I think he deserves that respect, but I think I think he's done after this, y'all. I I, I don't I I don't think Shermer and whoever else is involved would be doing this team a a a, a any type of service by keeping Eli Manning past this year. We'll let you play it out. I I, I would even respect. Nah, let him play it out. Um. I don't, cause they ain't got. I don't. I don't know who who they got young and beside behind them. Did they got any rookies behind them? I, I mean, they obviously not about to change the game. We not nobody's excited to see no quarterbacks behind Eli Manning. So yeah, he he should be allowed to play out his year. But after this year, man, he he got to go. He got to go. He he is terrible. He is terrible. And meanwhile, while we're talking about old players, Adrian Peterson. Um, he he continues, man. He continues to do the damn thing. Um, he 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 found. I mean, I guess a year a year off, and then you know, then another with the injury. Like he didn't he didn't got he didn't gotten his bag. He ain't quite MVP, Adrian Peterson, but he is some semblance of it, and he's running over people. He cutting. He like this. Bama just had. He had a he had a home run, y'all. He had a home run last week, and I and I, I get it. It was against the Giants. He, I mean, he was he he looked like he was limping into the end zone. It looked like he was limping into the end zone. But damn it, he did it. Home runs. Um, the Redskins again continue to look like the continue to look like um, the team that's going to win this division this year. It's, um, and and I'm 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 here for it, man. I'm here for it. I, I I think I picked the Eagles and 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 that was wrong. 
Uh, I'm here for the Redskins winning the division, being from D.C., man. I, my city needs something to cheer for. Um, you know, everybody else outside of the Wizards is, is amazing. Now the Wizards ain't, ain't doing shit. There's got to be one team that ain't doing shit. Um, but here we are, man. The Redskins for the division. I don't think there's nobody that's going to um, – I mean, obviously they're not out of – no no team is out of it except for the Giants. But I don't see nobody – I don't see nobody doing nothing with the Redskins right now in that in that division, and um, I, I think the Redskins going to get it. They're going to get a playoff berth. Uh, Jungle brother, uh, I've, I've been ignoring you. Uh, some players like Connor helps you win games. Players like Le'Veon help you win a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, but we can't. Le'Veon can't get past the Patriots, and and, and again. Le'Veon is a better football player than James Conner. But with the production that you're getting from James Conner, for the price that you're getting James Conner, it, it's, it's just better business. It, look, it's better business. It, it just is. It just is. And I don't think that, and I don't think that Le'Veon is going to get us to a Not Le'Veon by himself. He's not going to get us to a Super Bowl. I, I just don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Um, not just him by himself. We still haven't figured out the defense. Um, There's no point unless we really know we got it. I could see if the Steelers were in a position where the defense was doing what they needed to do, um, you know, that not necessarily, you know, dominating. But if they if the, if the Steelers was doing what they needed to do on defense, meaning not getting burnt, not Artie Burns, not getting burnt, and, you know what I'm saying, not missing as many tackles. And then we just needed that one thing to push us up over the edge. Well, if we – then I could see why – I could see, you know, Le'Veon Bell over James Conner. But the, the truth is that we're just not in that situation. That $14 million that we could save, that we're saving um, and Le'Veon Bell a year and not having Le'Veon Bell this year and, and next year – Look, man, we still got to solve our middle linebacker issue. We still got to solve our second our second cornerback issue. We still need pass rushers. Um, I don't. I mean, T.J. Watt's doing okay. Bud Dupree's having moments, but after that, we don't really have a pass rusher. Cam Hayward is doing what he needs to do on the defensive line, but his sacks have gone down. So we we need another pass rusher. Um. It's just it's just not conducive to the Steelers having a Super Bowl caliber team right now and keeping Le'Veon at the price he wants at the price at that price. Uh, you know, and if the Steelers are smart this time next year, we need to be locking up James Conner for eight million a year this time next year. That that's that's how I feel about it. Um, Jungle Brother also says that AP should be in the MVP discussion. 100% he should be in the MVP discussion. Um, he's not over uh, Mahomes. He's not over um, uh, um, the guy loses me, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, he, but in the discussion, 100% I agree with you. Well, yeah, he should be in the discussion. He's just not high in the discussion. Uh, end of the bench says Brandon Marshall got cut by the Seahawks. Yep, as he should, as he should be cut by the Seahawks. And I'm gonna tell you who, who I mean, and the reason why that he's cut from the Seahawks is a guy named David Moore. 
getting into the Seahawks versus the Detroit Lions game. Um, the Seahawks beat the Lions 28-14. Russell Wilson um, being Russell Wilson. Um, Russell Wilson doesn't get enough credit. Um, probably because of the Legion of Boom defense ain't doing, ain't there. But the defense is playing. It's, say what you want, man. The defense is playing solid. And I had now, at the beginning of the year, um, Trey didn't really, wasn't really feeling my opinion. But I had the Seahawks getting that sixth seed in the playoffs. And um, not necessarily because of Pete Carroll is on the low, putting together a team on the low. He just is. He just is putting. He's putting together a team on the low. The defense ain't obviously they're not the Legion of Boom. Obviously that pass rush ain't the, ain't the same as it was. But they're they are succeeding and they're four and three. They're four and three right now. Um, Chris Carson has is finding some some sort of a a, a mojo. Um, again, David Moore had a ninety seven yards. Um, if you're willing to run, Russell Wilson is willing to find you. Um, he's playing good quarterback. Um, I really like what the Seahawks is what the Seahawks are doing right now. In Detroit. Um, Everybody who was on the Carryon Johnson train because he had uh, he had two 100 yard games in like a three week span or a four week span, um, 22 yards. Uh, let's 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 slow down a little bit. We don't know who Carryon Johnson is yet. Let's not get super hype about that yet. Um, let's see what uh, Pete Carroll should be in the Coach of the Year conversation. I'm with you. I'm with you. End of the bench. Um, Jungle Brother says some players look good during the regular season, like Connor, but you don't know if he could take it to another level in the playoffs. You already know Le'Veon Bell could play at a high level in the playoffs. That I agree with. That I agree with is, I guess the question is, is Le'Veon's contribution to the Pittsburgh Steelers Todd Gurley money worthy? And I say that be- I say that this- I say that because when you look at Todd Gurley's situation, um, the Rams have a great defense. Like that, I like it's crazy that I'm saying that defense doesn't get enough doesn't get enough credit, but they don't get enough credit. That defense is good. Marcus Peters, or obviously Aaron Donald, Brockers, and Domkin Sue. Like they got a squad, and then they just picked up a homeboy from Jacksonville. They like they uh they got a squad. They got a squad on defense. So it's like at this point when you know you got a defense that can get that can stop teams when they need when they need a stop, then it makes sense to have that to pay that money for a uh a, a Todd Gurley who you know what I'm saying takes it to the next level on offense. Pittsburgh don't have that 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 type of defense where we, we if we need a stop we can get a stop. Um, we got to put that money in other places in Pittsburgh. Whereas the Rams, they don't got to, they don't, they don't have to put that money in other places because their defense was already solidified um, in that in that front seven. That front seven been good for years. That front seven been good for years, like good enough to the point where um, I mean, you got to remember they still had like Tremaine Johnson at the time, Janoris Jenkins at the time. They had the Rams have had. A, dis, a decent defense for a while. I disagree. Uh, end of the bench. I disagree. They have good names on D. They aren't playing well at this point. Meaning the Steelers. Um, 
they do have good players. They don't have they have bad players in in key spots like middle linebacker and second and second cornerback, left cornerback. Um, Cameron Haywood is good. Uh, Stephon Tuitt is good. Mike Hilton in the slot is good. Um, Sean Davis is coming along, but who else you talking about? Oh, you talking about the Rams? They have good names on D. They aren't playing well at this point. I yeah. Um, nah, I just I think they're playing. I think they I think they'll get a stop when they need it. Um, and I, I I'd be curious. Um, I don't, I don't really want to look it up, but I'd be curious to know. Um, how well they're doing. I mean, you know, as far as rank wise and how many points have been scored on them. Um, I would, without knowing, and you can fact check me on this for my education. I would I would reckon to think that the Rams are a top 15 defense. And if they're a top 15 defense with that offense, they can go they're going to the Super Bowl and paying Todd Gurley makes sense. Um you can fact check me on that though. Um getting into the Buccaneers and the Bengals. Um yeah. Uh James Winston's need James Winston needs a culture change. He needs he 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 needs a culture change. Um uh <laughs> I, 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 that's the nicest way of saying it. He's he's thrown if I'm not mistaken, uh I if I'm not mistaken the numbers are he's thrown uh what is it? 8, eight Let me I think he's thrown eight feel free to stat check me. Eight interceptions in the past uh, in the past two or three games. Then you bench him for you bench him for Fitz for Fitzpatrick, and I'm not calling him Fitzmagic Fitzmagic no more, even though he did bring him back. Um, then Mike Evans don't want Jameis Winston like he want Fitzpatrick. Jameis Winston. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, Jungle Brother. I know, bro. You, you, I, and I, I'm not even mad at you for muting your phone on the Jameis talk. He needed, he needed, he needed culture change. Ten interceptions in the past six games. Thank you. Um, <laughs> he needed culture change. I'm not. I tell you, I, I like Jameis Winston. So I don't think I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you he's a bad quarterback. I am going to tell you he's playing bad. And that might have something to do with coaching and all of that. Um, it might have something to do with that. But um, the point, the facts is, all I can know, all I can tell you is that he's not playing good. He's not playing good. Um, fame, what up, Fame? Yeah, you can call. The number is uh, 5240-532-2718. Um, if you want to call and talk about anything on your mind, uh, obviously you would like to talk about the uh, about the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, um, who um, I mean they won. I mean you know they won. I, I give you that they, they they definitely won. I don't know I don't know what kind of like you should have won. You should have won. Um, I think it's crazy that they was brought back into the game. I, I think it's crazy that Fitz Magic got them back into the game. Call up, what up? 
Assalamu. Hey, what's up, baby? What's, what's going on? Doing? What's going on, man? Trey, Trey is all for the week, man. So I'm out here holding it down like like uh, like a real one can, man. Yes, yes, yes. You're doing a mighty fine job. Thank you, man. You know, uh, I, I, well, I heard the I heard the beginning, and then I had to step out for a little minute. And then as soon as I turn on, you're talking about Bengals and uh, you're talking about Bengals and Buccaneers. Yeah. I, I I think you hit it right on the head. Because, see, I'm a Jameis Winston fan. Yeah. He does need a culture. He needs to get out of Florida. Yeah. You know, he's never he's never been out of the South. He's from Alabama. You know, goes to college at Florida State. His first, you know, job is working in Florida at Tampa Bay. He needs to get out of Florida for yeah, a while. Yeah, I think so, man. You know, I think so. Because the kid has talent. Yeah, and, and I think anybody you know, who watches football see that he has talent. But it's some something's not clicking. And and I don't know right. if it's his fault. I don't know if it's Tampa Bay's fault. I don't know if it's Florida's fault. But something's clearly not clicking. And that's exactly what it is. Because I'm, you know, they playing the Bengals. I'm watching. It's like, you know, obviously I want my team to win. But I'm I'm watching these throws. Like, damn, brother, I wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we intercepted it. But like, damn, how did you miss him that bad? Mm, yeah, something is not clicking. Something, uh, something. Maybe he's just too comfortable. Yeah, maybe he's just too comfortable and, and needs to realize that, like, right now you're being looked at as a bust considering you were the number one pick overall. Yeah, yeah he's he's, def- it, he's definitely being looked at as a bust. And um, I don't... I don't want to look at him that way. And, and but if somebody looked, if somebody told me in a conversation that um, Jameis Winston is a bust, I'd say no, he wasn't. But I wouldn't have strong evidence to combat that. Now we've had worse, worse off quarterbacks or number one picks in Jameis Winston for certain. But I mean, this is not what we expected. We thought that Jameis Winston was going to be the guy that. You know the franchise guy for Tampa Bay for Florida. Like everybody was going crazy over the dude, and he, and and he hasn't lived up to it so far. I, I I think he needs a culture change. Even if it's going to my, it, maybe I don't know. Maybe he goes to Miami and 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 it, and, it, and it go and he go crazy. I don't know, but clearly in Tampa Bay, something's not registering. Right, or he needs to go to Buffalo because see, my thing with him was the reason I loved him is because he was the atypical black quarterback. He wasn't right. known for his running ability. He was right. known for his ability to break down the defense and make laser-perfect throws in college. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and you know, they were all, they spent all that time trying to compare him to somebody. You know, first it was Ken. Well, you know, he's not a runner. Then it was Warren Moon. And I'm like, no, he's the black Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. That's who he is. Wow. So the way he breaks down defenses isn't like that. That's the, You know, to me, he was. I, yeah. I, I'm rock with that dude like that. Yeah, I'm right, like right, you. right. If, you know, I'll defend him all day, but right now I don't got much fire. So I said he's a bust. I don't got much evidence to the contrary. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So because right. me and me and a couple homies, uh, we debate. You know, we talk. You know, there's there's four of us. Two of us love him. The other two can't stand him. Mm. And you know, and I think part of it is is you know, kind of his upbringing. You know, I mean, his parents were kind of old for at the age they had him. Okay. You know, sometimes, you know, you can get, you know, too old and just be out of the loop with your kids and not know what's going on. But, I mean, yeah, because some of that stuff he was doing in Florida was just kind of like, like bad. Yeah, yeah, like, Come yeah. on, dude, you got to know better than yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's just stupid but, shit. But, um, and, 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 I'll, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll push this, this narrative until the cows come home. 
that's bullshit that that shit followed him to the NFL. That's 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 just bullshit. And 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 oh, and, you ain't never been more yeah, right. Yeah, and and it's bullshit, and it's and it's crazy. I wish that I wish that he could just silence the haters with quality play because a lot of a lot of what's happening to Jameis Winston got so much to do with what they pinning on him from college. And then mm-hmm. it's more like the icing on the cake is not only is he being held responsible and given a bad name for what's happened happened to him in college, but then he comes back and doesn't play well. Then then your and, number and one receiver, that, then sorry. your number one receiver coming out talking about I want I want Fitzpatrick. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's so right. many things that's that's going against him right now, and and. It, it it's it's hard it's hard to argue because he's thrown six interceptions in uh, ten interceptions in six games. Right, and not only that about uh, the stuff. I, I think you hit the I, I think you hit the nut on the head again. That stuff followed him from college, but also he got drafted into the NFC South, mm. and every quarterback in that division, other than him, has an MVP and a Super Bowl appearance. Right, he's the only one without one. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, right. so I get, there's pressure with that on him. Well, Drew you know Brees, that, Drew Brees like, never yeah. won MVP, but he did get the Super Bowl MVP, I believe. Okay. But yeah, but I'm with you. I, all the all every oh, other quarterback okay. is serviceable. Is it has accolades? It is official. So he looks like the worst. Right. He's I mean, I'm, he's the worst quarterback in that division. And, and people forget when he came into the league, Jameis. He's three and zero against Matt Ryan his first three times. Mm-hmm. Swept him his rookie year, beat him the first time, and then like the beat him the first time his second year, and then Matt Ryan finally started beating him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, the kid can play. And I, 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 but one thing I don't like when Tampa plays Carolina, like they're gonna play this weekend, Cam don't seem to fuck with him. Yeah, and I don't like that. You know, watch I- when they shake hands. Cam will just. All right, bro. You yeah. know, like that. Like he don't really seem to rock with him. I don't like that. Like, man, Cam. You know, that's that's your brother. Take I, him under your wing and tell him, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, I, I man. Think Cam should kind of take him under his wing a little bit, like kind of mentor him. But a you know, bit. The, you know how the saying go. Though. You know how the saying go. The idols become your rivals, man. Well, idols become true. your rivals. That's true. That's yeah. true. Cam, Cam, kind of like. Uh, I'm sorry, kind of like Joe Mixon and uh, Le'Veon Bell. Mm. You know, Le'Veon Bell calling him out like you still in my style. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. that. Like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah, bro. we don't want to. Yeah, we don't speaking of which, go ahead. Uh, I, I was just gonna say this. Okay, right now y'all ahead. You know, by percentage points, y'all ahead. You know, but we right. got more wins. Y'all got the percentage points mm-hmm. on us. Mm-hmm. That's, that's okay because last game of the year, y'all gonna get that work. We owe y'all one. Oh, uh, yeah, you snuck out with one two weeks ago, and then you know that, that we we were still deflated, went out there and, and laid the brick against Kansas City. Mm, but, uh, well, uh, uh, the last game of the year. <laughs> I don't know about what, what, what? I mean, come on, man. I mean, I I don't know if y'all could have stopped that brick, man. I, like, <laughs> I look, look. Here's the thing. Here's the, I, look. I don't believe y'all, man. It, it just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just. I, I don't believe y'all. It, you know. It was cute. You say and, we need more people. Hey, you need more people, man. I don't, I don't, I don't believe y'all, man. I, you know, I, and let's be clear. <laughs> I like Joe Mixon. I don't like. I, I'm allowed to not like him because he played with the Bengals, but I like Joe Mixon as a player. Um, I, right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe y'all, man. I, I mean, part of it is injuries. Part of it is Marvin Jones. 
Part of it is Andy Dalton. Like it's it's, it's just too many uh, injury. Yeah, yeah. Defense took some hits in the line. If I'm not mistaken, I know Carlos Dunlap came back, but I don't uh, I don't know. Like I I don't believe y'all, man. I, I just don't believe y'all. Um, I definitely well, the Ravens seem like um they started to show their colors a little bit. Um, I, I I love to say it to you, man, but it seemed like y'all just letting the Steelers be the Steelers, man, by default. Well, I mean, yeah, the Steelers, they, yeah, I mean, for some reason we always seem to choke up, but I'll tell you one thing that's a hidden secret that the league might not know about right now, that uh, A.J. Green is fading fast. Mm. Uh, we wasted his we wasted his prime years with, uh, Andy with an average quarterback. Yeah. And, and, and an average coach, um, because like dude can barely get deep. On, I mean, he, I mean, he's still getting behind people. Mm-hmm. But like when it, his first five years, like when AJ would go deep, the DB wasn't in the picture with him. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. The DB wasn't even in the picture. Down, you know, he, he. I mean, he still instead of like five yards in front of him, he's like two yards in front of him now. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. he's fading fast, and I don't like that. So I, I guarantee, I'm, I'm saying this next year on this week, the trade deadline week. If the Bengals ain't in it, they're going to trade him. Mm. Yeah, man, I thought it was interesting. They don't like to do it. I thought it was interesting that Joe Hayden could follow A.J. Green and A.J. Green not have a good game. I thought that was interesting. Right. I feel feel like A.J. Green should, should, should. I feel like Joe Hayden is a good cornerback. I feel like A.J. Green should have been able to get some some sort of separation from, from Joe Hayden. I, I honestly feel that way, right. and um, and the fact that he didn't, I, kudos to Joe Hayden, but it does it does raise a red flag about AJ Green, and, and and is there something going on? I didn't think about it till you just said it, but um, that does raise a red flag. But I hope it continues, man. I mean, well, Hayden used to kind of give him the business in college. Okay. Uh, you know, AJ Green even said that in the Players Tribune, like. You know, he's one of the scariest people because, he, you know, in, in his stance, you know, his arms and fingers are so long that they touch the ground. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I, I believe that was, you know, he's, yeah, that was like his direct quote. You know, he said, AJ, he said, uh, Joe Hayden, you know, he's talking about the three, five hardest corners to get open on. I think Joe Hayden was like number one on his list. Either oh, Joe wow. Hayden or Patrick Peterson. Okay, yeah, but I didn't know that. I just want to say this before I, yeah, but I just want to say this before I go out. Uh, shout out to Motif or, or Grits. I see you up there using my slang from the uh, <laughs> from the brother show that come on in the morning, the Nathan Ivy show. That slang stays on that show, B. Knock it off. But I'll holler at y'all. Good talking to you, Black. All day, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The man, the homie, fame up at Prospect, Cincinnati representative. Let me see what y'all talking about. What y'all talking about? DMV Bam is what it do. Hey. What up, Rough Buff? What's going on, man? It's me holding it down, man. And Trey would take exception to being called a DMV dude. He ain't from the DMV. He from he from Brooklyn. He from New York. Um, so the Bears uh, beat the Jets. Um, whoop the damn do. Um, ain't really much to say, man. I tell you what, Tariq Cohen, Tariq Cohen looks more and more like the dude. That's going to send Jordan Howard out of Chicago. Um, not because Cohen is better than Jordan Howard. Um, it's simply because, and, and I know somebody's going to say that Jordan Howard had an 81 and a touchdown. Got you, 100%. Um, 
Tariq Cohen continues to make these, like, um, what do you call it? These uh, splash plays. Like, they, they don't stop. They just don't stop. He's, he's like, he's slowly becoming Tariq Hill at running back. And, 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 it's getting, and, it's getting, and it's starting to get a little crazy. It's starting to get a little crazy. Um, let me say um, what up to Grego. What up, man? Uh, Deacon Dale, what's happening? Um, Rough Buff says that Negro is is a Ra- he's a Raven fan, and he Deacon Dale he DMV. I I'm just telling you what I'm just telling you what he might say. What up, the Chief Rock of Jersey Vern? I see you, man. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Chief Rocker, man, you know I got love for you, bro. I do. I really do. But uh, Eli got to go, man. He got to go, bro. He got to go. I, I I wouldn't bench him. I would pay him that respect. I wouldn't bench him. But he got to be cut at the end of the year. I don't know what the contract situation is, and I don't care. But he got to be cut. He got to go. Uh, and great news. The Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton, uh, put a beat down on the Baltimore Ravens, thirty-six to twenty-one. Um, I know you would say that that was a that's not necessarily a beat down. In my mind, it's a beat down. In my mind, it's a beat down. Uh, Torrey Smith was injured, I believe. DJ Moore, who um, who they passed on, who the Ravens passed on. Um, Ended up gashing them in a in a key drive in a key possession. Uh, that he yeah he he, he gashed them um, in a game where Cam Newton was the leading rusher. <laughs> it, it's it's look. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Um, here's my thing about the the Ravens. Yeah, you right. You're damn right, Chief Rocker. He can't he. He's telling me what he told me was, "Oh, I gotta go to a wedding and I gotta get ready to go out of town. This, that, and the third. I'm out." He called earlier, by the way. Shout out to Trey. Um, I'm at the barber shop getting my son haircut. This, that, and the third. I feel like all that shit is a convenient, a convenient distraction to say he can't come through and get this lash. And I don't even really feel right. Talking shit about the Ravens because he's not here for me to say it to him. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. He ain't here, and just like he ain't here, just like Alex Collins wasn't there, and just like Joe Flacco was there being Joe Fluco. Hey, look, man. Um, the Ravens might be on the Ravens might be on their way to a meltdown, and that's just how I feel about it. The Ravens is no is for me, for me. Um, what's their they beat they 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 smashed the uh, who they who the Ravens smashed they smashed the Bills. They shut out the Titans. No no offensive no offensive uh, no offensive games where they showed out and put up points to my recollection. Any Ravens fan, feel free to stat check me. I'm about to pull up the Ravens schedule right now. Um, but the Ravens, the Ravens get three whole receivers. Um and uh, let me let me let me read their point totals. 
Uh, that's the preseason. Uh, 47, 47 against the Bills. 23 against the uh, Bengals in a loss. 27 against the Broncos. 26 against Pittsburgh, where they beat us handily. Wouldn't call it an offensive explosion, but they did beat us. 12, I mean, 9 against the Browns. They shut out the Titans. I'll give that credit, because even though they only scored 21, they shut out the Titans. 23 against the um, Saints. And 21 against the Panthers in a, in, a, in a loss. And these two losses. All I'm saying is they got to put up more points. And I don't think they're capable of it. If you could put up over 24 on these Ravens. If you could put up over 24, they're going to they, they lose. If you could put up 20, if you could score 24 on the Ravens, it's a good chance you're going to win the game. That's all I'm saying. Um, and looking at their and looking at their schedule, how many teams? Let's see. The Steelers can score 24. The Bengals can score 24 on them. They scored 34 on them the first time. Um, they'll beat the Raiders, I, I guess. Uh, the Falcons can score 24. The Chiefs can score 24. They'll beat the Buccaneers, but the Chargers can score 24. That's like five teams I named in their remaining in their remaining schedule that could score twenty four, um, and I'm not and I'm not confident in the fact that the Ravens can score twenty four. They've scored twenty four points once, twice, and three times out of eight games against. Uh, and, and, and and I'm sorry, I'm going to say two because I don't count. I don't count the Bills. I don't count the Bills. So. Um, <laughs> say what you want to say, Ravens fans. Are y'all going to the playoffs? By default, y'all might go. Y'all might go by default. Um, but y'all still y'all not y'all not winning the division. Trade called on and said there was a whole bunch of games to be played. One hundred percent. Obviously, there's a lot of games to be played. About eight of them. <laughs> I don't think that. I could I could totally see the Ravens going uh three and five. I could see it. I could see it. They could also go four and four. They could also go five and three, maybe. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens finished this season three and five with their offensive production and the rest of their schedule. Just saying. So the Colts beat the Raiders 42-28. Um I I John Gruden, you a bum. Uh all I could tell you I could I could certainly tell you that um you got three draft picks. I I hope I hope you know what you're doing, John Gruden, because um now you got now your best receiver's gone. Now you got rid of your best pass rusher, best defense, best player. Um, you got Doug Martin running the ball. Um, I don't believe Doug Martin. Um, I don't know that the Raiders. I mean, I guess they might win another game. I guess just off the of, off the strength. I hope they beat the Ra- uh, beat the Ravens. Um, but I don't this. I don't see this going well for the Raiders, man. I don't see this going well for the Raiders. And 
I don't know. Andrew Luck, three touchdowns. Um, I don't. I, I meant to ask. It was that factual, but this Bama Trey said that Andrew Luck, yeah, twenty-three touchdowns, eight interceptions. Okay, I think he said twenty-eight. It was twenty-three. Twenty-three touchdowns and eight interceptions so far this year. Um, he throwing a rock. Now I. I I'm not ready to, you know, I'm not crowning them or nothing. I don't think they they're going to beat the Texans in the in the AFC South. But he throwing the ball. Marlon Mack is finding ways to get it done. Naheem Hines coming right behind him doing this thing. He has 78 yards and um 78 yards rushing along with Marlon Mack's uh think about 111 or something like that. 132. Excuse me with two touchdowns. They getting good tight end play between Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron, and that swoop kid. Hey man, and watch out for the Colts. I'm just saying, watch out for them. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the Cardinals beat the 49ers. Um, I wonder how Josh Rosen did. Uh, I can't say that I'm super excited about any of that, but uh, Josh Rosen, two fifty two and two touchdowns. Okay. David Johnson, yet another pedestrian game. Um, but Larry Fitzgerald got 100 yards receiving. I I don't – this is like the worst game to have to, to, have to cover. Um, the, pay, the Packers beat the Rams uh, – sorry, lose to the Rams 29-27. Um, obviously, the, uh, the, the talk of the town is Ty Montgomery fumbling um, – and the Rams are covering, essentially ending the game, not giving Aaron Rodgers a chance to go against that defense because for all intents and purposes, the Packers looked like they had a very good chance of winning that game. Um, they had had the Rams locked down pretty well in the first quarter and maybe even the first half. You can't hold the Rams down for long. They found the way to get, you know, to get back in the game, and uh, Ty Montgomery ruined it. And you know how you, you know how you – Top that as a Ravens fan, you go get the guy who ruined it for you. So, shouts out to the Packers, shout out to Ty Montgomery, and shout out to the Ravens for getting that guy on your squad. Um, the Rams do pull it off, though. Todd Gurley is, um, I don't think it's need, needless to say, he's having an MVP year. Um, did have a receiving touchdown, led, led the team in rushing yards and receiving yards. Um, the dude, he's the dude, man. Him and Mahomes, man. Him and Mahomes are, are front runners right now for MVP. Don't think it's an argument at all. I don't want to hear anybody try to argue me. Well, I'm up for argument. Anybody want to tell me anybody that got a better shot than Mahomes or um, Todd Gurley? Let me know. We'll argue for a second. I got a little bit of time. Y'all know I don't be trying to hold y'all up with these uh, when I'm on these solo shows. Uh, the Saints beat the Vikings um, as they should. Um, Adam Thielen, um, Adam Thielen does the damn thing. Another hundred yard game, if I'm not mistaken. Stephon Diggs followed that up. Kirk Cousins, I was high, and it's not that Kirk Cousins isn't playing playing okay. He's just not. He's just not making the. He's not one of the games that that you would like him to win at this point of the year. Um, the tie, the tie against Green Bay. Um, 
the game against the Rams, you would like, I mean, you would just like him to win that game. You would just like him to win that game. Um, Kirk Cousins got step, got a step to go. Um, I would like to think it got something to do with uh, Dalvin Cook, but Davis Murray ain't been terrible. Um, he had 56 yards on touchdown, but he hasn't been terrible. Um, some, it's just not their year. Let's just say that. Vikings, it's just not y'all year. I think they'll still make the playoffs. Um, and actually, if I'm being honest, I'm not sure if they'll make the playoffs because um, pending Mitch, how, how Mitch Trubisky won, how, how Mitch Trubisky won at, um, the Bears might might make the playoffs. They might win a division. I'd be lying if I didn't if I didn't mention that. So yeah. Uh, but the Saints do what they do. Um, it's crazy that um. 120 yards and a touchdown out of Drew Brees, and they still score 30. <laughs> Saints look good, man. Saints look good. Uh, Monday night, Patriots beat the Bills. Whoop your damn do. I ain't got nothing for you. Uh, my show, three hours a night. Hell no. Hell no. I'm about to go into the recap right now, Chief Rocker. Unless you got something to argue about. I ain't got nothing to argue about with you. I'm going to just, matter of fact, don't call me with no shit to argue about. I don't want to argue with you until three hours, man. You know what I want to do? When I get done talking to y'all about the sports in the week, I want to eat dinner, man. I'm hungry than a motherfucker. I got some spaghetti in the fridge. I might throw some fish, you know, on the side with that and a little cup, a little bit of broccoli, you know what I'm saying, just to say I ate some vegetables. And, and, and I'm going to do the damn thing. You feel me? That's what I'm going to do. And so I don't give a damn about your your chief rocker go three hours. I don't I don't give a damn about that. So let's do this. Let's do these picks for week nine. Hey. So if I was a responsible hey. host, I would have told you what the, I would have asked Trey what the hey. um, what this you know. What the win total was last week And what our overall is I feel like I did better than him Just guessing on the top of my head But I'll make the picks I'll code, Make sure y'all hold Trey responsible For uh, posting his picks Online or something Just to have evidence that his picks Were his picks So getting into Thursday Raiders versus the 49ers um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the, uh, fuck, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Raiders over the 49ers. Uh, Sunday, the Bears at the Bills. I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with Chicago for the road win. The Buccaneers against the Panthers. I'm going with the Panthers. Um, I don't know what they're doing at quarterback right now in Tampa Bay. Chiefs at the Browns. The Chiefs, I'm going with the Chiefs 100%. The Browns got issues. Uh, Jets at the Dolphins. Uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I like Ken Drake. Get Ken Drake the ball. Steelers at the Ravens. I'm going with the Steelers 100%. Um, This is going to be a part of the Ravens meltdown in the second half of the season. Trey going to be here all mad. Chips Telford is not going to call in anymore. It's going to be that kind of vibe. Uh, The Lions at the Vikings. Give me the Vikings. The Falcons at the Redskins. Give me the Redskins. I don't know if it's an upset, but give me the Redskins in D.C. 
the Texans at the Broncos. Give me the Texans. On the road, give me the Texans. Um, I hope Demarius Thomas gets some burn. Chargers at the Seahawks. Give me the Seattle Seahawks. Not sure if it's an upset. I, I would, I'm not sure if it's an upset. Give me the Seattle Seahawks over the Chargers. Rams and the Saints, which would probably, I would imagine, be the, this is the game of the week. Rams and the Saints. The Rams got to lose a game, man. Give me the Saints over the Rams at home. Or the Rams are visiting uh, the Superdome, uh, Mercedes-Benz Dome. Uh, give, what the fuck is, is the, whatever the Saints home field is, give me the Saints at home over the Rams in an upset. Rams take their first loss. Sunday night, Packers at the Patriots. Uh, uh, give me the Patriots. Give me the Patriots. And finally, Monday night, Titans at the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys 100%. I see somebody making picks with me. I'm going to read your picks since trading out here. Mocha Bella. Thank you, Mocha Bella, for always contributing. Uh, Mocha Bella has the 49ers, the Bears, the Panthers, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the Steelers. Thank you. The Vikings, the Redskins, the Texans, the Seahawks, the Rams. The Patriots and the Titans beating Dallas at home. Okay. Not against that. I am not against that. So, as I leave y'all for the week, I want to say thank you to everybody who listened in. And uh, thank you to uh, everybody in the chat room, the X Squad gang. Appreciate y'all. Um,. If you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. Um, I didn't do video this week. I didn't think about it. If I, if I had really thought about it, I, I might have plugged my iPad up and did the videos. But um, I didn't do videos. So we probably won't be no videos out this week on the website. But make sure y'all log on to www.barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Um, I, I, owe, I, I'm gonna do a mid-season recap, just talking about, you know, some of the things I liked and didn't like in the blog post. Um, if you following Trey Frazier, hit him on Facebook, hit him on, uh, he actually is doing a lot of the Twitter, um, for the, uh, Barbershop SPOR2, um, hit him and let him know that he's do a blog, man. I, I've been holding it down for the past three or four. He need to do a damn blog. He need to find some time. I don't care. Type a damn blog. You can get the app on your phone where we do our blogs for our website. Do a damn blog. Hashtag do a damn blog. Um, so subscribe on YouTube. Uh, like us on Facebook. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and for Trey Frazier, this is Maestro Styles. Um, thank you, Miss Mocha Bella. I'm trying to hold it down. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast on www.barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Peace. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome to Sweet Tea USA, where we know our sweet tea, and we like it sweet. 
Sweet in the morning to get you through the day. Sweet in the evening to put a smile on your face. And McDonald's knows sweet tea, too. That's why you can get any size sweet tea for just a dollar. Plus, with insulated large cups, your drink stays cold longer. Here in Sweet Tea USA, everything is a little sweeter. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal as compared to prior large cup. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 